Hello and welcome to the 12th recording of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. Um, I'm Anu, your host for today, and I'm founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that's already on everybody's laptop. That's right, that's Microsoft Excel. So yesterday we had Julie Puccini for the second time in a row take us through the topic of things I wish people understood about PPC. Now this is a topic that I'm quite excited to talk through today um, because I've, I've got a long list starting especially from you know how quickly comes teams or clients realize it took to do a task and you know sometimes wanting a turnaround time of a day or a few hours or coming in at 5 p.m. and throwing a task on our desk and wanting us to pull our hair out or you know how some clients will search for products you know and they don't always see their ad and then they start complaining um so anyway let's see um what um the discussions had for us today so um it looks like there is um smx advanced um conference this week but um yeah julie Puccini just goes like i'm sure those of you who who couldn't attend will have a lively discussion today who's in for today's chat and we've got michael fleming going in i'm going i'm in um mark's media going we're in here in new york so um yeah julie Puccini goes let's get started the first question is what is the biggest misconception you've encountered about ppc and we've got Michael Fleming answering the first question saying, we're young and hip and techie so we can do PPC ourselves and smash it out of the park, which is usually not the case, obviously. Um, we've got Julie um, coming with her answer for question one saying that PPC can generate demand. Nearly every type of PPC initiative is about capturing demand, not generating it exactly. So I'm always like, it's a pull, PPC is a pull strategy. So unless there's already demand for it, unless you've already done outdoor demand and people are aware of the product, actually trying to create a demand for a product that people don't know about is close to impossible. Um, she continues with exceptions are awareness or branding, but should not expect direct results from those efforts. So, yeah, so that things like display or programmatic um, elevated marketing um, goes with um, the answer to question one saying we just push a couple of buttons and don't touch anything after that. Cash rolls in after that. Nate Valesquez um, continues a question um, answer to question one saying maybe just an agency issue, but I've had conversations about how fast campaigns can be built. Yes, we want to launch 25 campaigns by end of week. These kinds of conversations always make me cringe. Yes, definitely. As I mentioned earlier on, turn around for tasks. Some of, some of the requests are absolutely ridiculous. Um, we've got uh, Mark Gustafson um, replying saying a few big misconceptions for those not in digital marketing. We are not listening to you through your microphone, <laughs> microphone's mic. For those in the industry, ranking high organically is rarely a reason to not bid on the same keywords and single keyword ad groups aren't always the answer. So yes, it's all about testing and it looks like Mark is about to um, start something within the industry, within our, some of our industry leaders here. Um, and he goes, hashtag fight me. You're not going to fight Mark. It's all about discussing. Um, Julie Puccini goes, um, I'm cringing just reading your tweet. Steve Gibson uh, replies saying that you can find keywords your competitors haven't thought of or that you can do anything other than put your ad into a marketplace. I'm talking about Google search here. Um, so yeah, so Julie goes continuing this thought. 
with going straight into question two, what is the most common misperception you've encountered about PPC? Um, and then um, Julie Puccini, actually, she replies to Nate Velasquez, who says that, who has said, especially if you follow a QA process, this can take an astronomical amount of time. And um, Julie replies, or, you know, want to do research, develop strategy, etc. And that's just talking about the fact that people thinking that things can, 25 campaigns can be launched within a week. Um, and so we've got Jim Banks replying to question one, saying the biggest mis misconception I see in PPC is that non-practitioners think it is easy to do. I blame the platforms from tr for tr trying to dumb it down. Often advertisers don't know what they don't know. And Steve Gibson um, replies to... Um, to um yeah to replies to question to requires to julie Bicini who says great to have you here today to steve gibson and he replies only here because you're asking the questions wouldn't be here if anyone else was running it this may or may not be true <laughs> trying to do some flattery there i'm sure it's working and then we've got uh, Michael Fleming answering um, question two, saying, because an agency or individual has a social reputation that will equal good account management, then Marx Media replies to question one, saying that clicks and conversions are just going to start rolling in. It's different for each client, which leads to strategy revisions and recovery plans. Um, then we've got Doug R. Thomas replying to question one, saying, I feel the biggest thing in PPC is the same with digital marketing in general. It's just ones and zeros and so it should be read it should be ready immediately we've got jim banks replying to question two saying a lot of new brands think they can get massive amounts of traffic right out of the gates my favorite though is when the advertisers look for their own ads and assume that you're doing it wrong if they don't see them yep remember what i said right at the beginning um we've got julie Bicini replying to question two and uh, saying two things i swear people still think they can somehow exclusively buy keywords and they expect not only instant success but instant answers on what works i need data to answer that and then we've got michael fleming replying to question two and i think this is a part one and part two and started with part one when you switch agencies performance will get better overnight um but then mark gustafson's comes in with his answer to question two saying that we only do creative and don't analyze anything or the reverse that we are all nerdy analysts but don't do anything creative um and then we've got um dollar thomas replying to question two saying budget related either there's always room to grow the budget in, in a given channel or that it's cheap so why does it cost so much um, and then it rhymes with eyes, comes in with her answer to question one, saying that they can do it themselves and only grudgingly pay me to pay to pay buttons. They're too busy to push to well, to push buttons, they're too busy to push themselves. Um and then we've got Julie Bicini replying to um Dogar Thomas, um to Dogar Thomas answer to question two, and she goes, I think digital in general suffers from a perception legacy that everything that is online is somehow one easy, somehow two cheap and three fast to results. Um, and then Dogar Thomas replies um, saying, right, though SEO or content based has done a good job of communicating the labor involved. Sure, four new pages, that's no problem to do. Right, we need to research, write, rev revise, etc. Paid ends up having, it's just a landing page thrown at it. Um, Dogar Thomas then continues with, I think a lot of the Web 2.0 put strappy landing page templates are a big part of that perception. People don't read 
Why do we need all this copy? Why do we need anything other than a form and maybe a picture of the staff? Um, then Julie Bettini replies, testing the right amount of copy on your landing pages is important. Yes, some people don't read, but others do. It's about what your target audience does or needs. And then, um, yeah, we've got Mark, Mark's Media continuing with um, the answer to question two, saying probably being able to set up certain campaigns, targets that doesn't that don't always work or that a remarketing campaign will lead to conversions, which it already hasn't for one of our B2C clients. It rhymes with eyes, continues with the, the answer, her answer to question two, saying um, that things will just happen, that one tactic works worked for a competitor and that the exact same thing will work exactly the way, uh, the same way for them. So hashtag when Amazon is in your auction. Yeah, that's very dangerous. Don't do just do everything your competitor is doing because you never know what exactly is under their bonnet and what all the advantages that they've had that allowed them to actually succeed in a certain space. Um, elevated marketing um, then goes in with the answer to question two, saying we can do 12 hours of work in 15 minutes for half the cost. Ha. Um, Jim Banks replies saying, I should wait until the end, but I'm curious to know if, if any of the PPC chat community has had a look and or pay around, um, pay around with the Microsoft audience network ads. I'm eager to try them, but always wary of potential potholes. Anybody have an issue with that? Um, we've got Steve Gibson replying to question two saying that new campaigns will be successful. Sometimes they are, often they aren't, but going into competitive market against experienced advertisers who have battle tested ads and IPs will usually be a journey, not overnight success. That's very correct. Marks Media then um, goes in um, with the, the, a reply to Jim Banks's answer to question two and they go we've experienced that a bit but earlier on for some earlier on for some of our longer time clients and we've got emma franks coming in with the answer for with her answer to question one and two um and he goes because i'm too lazy to look up or figure out the difference um the idea that ppc equals to pop-up ads granted this is from people outside the industry i.e nearly all my family and friends but it's the thing i find most myself explaining most often um and then we've got um, Andy Warby going with an answer to question two saying for e-commerce clients that keywords are still the most important thing in PPC. Amazed how many clients don't understand how important Google shopping strategy is for their sales. Yes, they need to. It's not even though I'm, I'm, I'm very much a paid search, um, you know, yeah user and 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 paid search specialist and that's been my bread and butter for the past 10 years it's very important to try all the different channel types so like shopping dynamic search as display programmatic email all the other stuff to see what could be what would add to their bottom line um and then we've got julie bicini coming in um to question three saying is there something you feel like you're constantly constantly explaining if so what is it and how do you still what how do you still um how do you distill it for non-industry experts so sorry i'll say that again is there something you feel like you are constantly explaining if so what is it and how do you distill it for non-industry experts we've got steve, steve hammer coming in with um, his answer to question two saying i find it very co common that people don't recognize the value in working for improvements setup is like 10 percent of the fight but people seem to think it's 90 percent no yeah i'll say setup is a bit more higher than 10 percent you know 
know, startup is very important. Your structure and because being able to then scale and make things bigger, you know, if you didn't set it up well, being able to scale can become very hard. But then, um, yeah, it's definitely then that scaling bit is also important. And um, it's very important to make sure that you do both set up properly, but also keep on pushing every keyword to make sure it's performing to its best limits. And then we've got um, it rhymes with eyes, then replying to question three um, with the answer going, um, wait, Google shows ads. <laughs> yes, I explain. Um, oh, can you fix my Facebook page? In brackets, yes, but I don't want to, I explain. Uh, do you know how to get me on TV? No, I firmly explain. <laughs> so it looks like some nice back and forth with, with some nice, interesting clients there. Um, and then we've got Steve Hammer then replying to Julie Piccini, who says, do you mean that they value expertise for strategy and initial build over what it takes to really get the most out of the initiative? Steve Hammer replies a bit, but I think that Google feeds the notions via their setup offer that it's the key part of the work. If anything, I think they undervalue strategy. It rhymes with eyes replies, this is so true. Their aim to DIY marketing for SMBs has changed the way enterprise clients think. Um, and then we've got um, Andy Warby um, questions to quest um, answer to question three, even just um, starting with the answer of attribution. Um, and, and then Andy Warby continues saying, winning clients off last click by reporting on alternative models in tandems and providing value with case studies from my more progressive clients. Um, and then we've got Julie Bicini and then replying to Dogar Thomas, where he says, I think a lot of the Web 2.0 bootstrappy landing page templates are a big part of that perceptions, blah, blah, blah. And then Julie Bicini replies, testing the right amount of copy on your landing page is important. Yes, some people don't read, but others do is about what your target audience does or needs. Um, and then Julie Bicini then replied, sorry, not Julie Bicini, Jim Banks <laughs> even replies to question three saying, we always have conversations about attribution, internal teams want to take credit for every conversion, but want the best. Each client will be different attribution model to be used. Um, and then Chris Kosteki even replies to um, Steve Hammer. And that's his answer to question um Two way says, I don't find, I find it very common that people don't recognize the value in working for improvement. Setup is like 10%, um, but people seem to think it's 90%. And Chris Kostecki uh, replies, while not 90%, it does depend on how much research is done upfront, client expectations, as well as the ability and one way for the account to, to scale. Nothing is worse than, a, worse than a tear down and rebuild six months into an engagement. Um, Steve Hammerick continues saying related and unrelated. What about overbuilt um, accounts? Every keyword imaginable, but with zero volume for 70% of them. I think that's actually what some clients expect from a build. Did you um, think of random six word query? No, but I, but I added BMM with three of those. Um, Jim Banks replies, oh my God, I hate these bloated accounts. It's normally one of the first exercises we do. Get rid of all keywords with zero clicks, zero impressions in the previous 90 days, excluding seasonal terms and delete them or um, it cuts down download time in editor big time. Yep, definitely. Steve Hammer continues, they're the worst, aren't they? So much wasted time. I'm always like they build your you hourly, didn't they? 
Um, Steve Hammond and then he continues and in full disclosure I built hourly but don't crap like don't do crap like that um so yeah so that continued conversation continues about yeah the downsides of, of building like single keyword ad groups and especially ones that have zero volume then we've got Ned Velasquez then replying to question three saying AdWords conversions will never never match up exactly with Google Analytics or internal CRMs especially if you're using different attribution models you can find yourself explaining this over and over and over we've got Michael Fleming saying um answer to question three saying that you the client must also contribute to the success of your campaigns by giving me what i need um and then it rhymes with eyes replies also to question three saying hey can you get google to do blah 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 probably not i explain yeah we can't exactly just ask google get google to do anything um then emma franks then replies to question three saying to clients why is this ad showing or not showing for a given search term explaining bmm keywords targeting etc to non-pbcers what is pbc i mostly just explain paid search and paid social um and then we've got Dilly Piccini replying to question three again saying i spent a lot of time talking about expectation what is and what is not realistically possible for their industry with their budget etc all business are not on equal footing in this space, despite the online equivalent of urban legends to the contrary. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Marx Media then um, replying to Dogar Thomas when they say, when he replied to the budget, to que- when he replied to question two and his answer was about, you know, budget related, either that there's always room to grow or budget, grow budget in a given channel, etc. Marx Media replies, oh, the budget question, can't tell how many times clients have asked about raising budgets by campaigns that are limited by budget and we've insisted <laughs> we've inst- we've instead optimized the campaigns to better focus the budget um julie Piccini then goes um conversely sometimes you do actually need more budget to get more from the campaign if it's as if it is as efficient as possible and there's more to be had Marx media replies definitely true if that's the case, we might pause a campaign that isn't performing and reallocate the budget where it's needed. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Mark's Media then replying to question three, saying, um, we frequently address budget questions or concerns, namely with campaigns limited by budget, as we mentioned um, to Dogar Thomas in a reply. We prefer to optimize campaigns, trimming keywords, ads, etc., to focus budget bids rather than raise daily budgets. Um, and then we've got... Um, Julie Bettini going straight into question four saying, do you have any kind of standard materials or process for educating clients internal, external about what PPC can or can't do? If so, what does it consist of? Uh, Michael Fleming comes in to the answers question four saying, I usually lay out an overall strategy and rollout plan for the next 12 months. Of course, we never follow it, but it shows them the possibilities. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Steve Hammer replying to question four saying, I roll through a lot of roll through a lot in a kickoff call. Creating an actual document is a fantastic idea. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie Bettini replying to question four saying, I tend to do a lot of the expectation setting verbally. I find asking questions that illuminate their current ideas about what's possible or realistic is incredibly helpful so i can tailor from there 
And then we've got, we've got Jim Banks replying to question four saying, we've got great written and visual process documents for internal use. It ensures we have consistency in methodology and adoption. Educating clients is a tougher one to crack. Good internal, good internal equals good results equals, equals happy clients equals less questions. And then we've got Mark's media replying to question four saying it's more of an unwritten standard process as most of our clients have some PPC understanding. We discuss campaign goals, provide initial keyword research and get approval, provide initial ad copy and get approval and launch the campaign. Um, it rhymes with eyes um, replies and saying that it's um, I do this verbally, but I've been trying to build checklists and processes for team training could easily fit with client education, education as well. Um, and then we've got Emma Franks replying to question four saying, thankfully, sales does most of the, for us prior to onboarding in the cases where sometimes slips through, something slips through or a new idea comes up from the client. We just address it then. We are putting together educational modules for clients, but only a few are rolled out. And we've got Julie Bettina going in straight into question five saying, if there, if there was one thing you wish everyone could just innately understand about PPC, what would it be? Um, and then we've got um, Carl Schertz coming in with his answer to question four saying, typically over the phone on the kickoff call as well, we do like to go over specifics for their industry in terms of a baseline. Um, and then we've got Steve Gibson saying the free book I mentioned before to question four answer to question four um so i'll go back to that and see what the name is that and put out in the soundcloud um soundcloud um description notes um we've got it rhymes with eyes replying to question five saying that it takes time and work and iteration you can just you can just launch and leave and you can't microscope it you need patience and a reasonable budget for what you want to accomplish okay that's more than one thing um and then we've got Steve Hammer replying to um, Jim Banks, um, who said that you are one of my go-to people for scripts and automation, Steve. So billing hourly, that must be interesting. If you automate the creation of a report, that um, then takes five minutes to make. Do you bill five minutes? Um, Steve Hammer replies, it's likely a bad biz decision, to be honest, but I just use that to partially justify my hourly rate. It's kind of like, here's the stuff we don't waste time on. Plus, I have more fun solving problems problems and would rather have time for that within my client's hours and we've got steve gibson's replying to question five saying that a it's a form of direct marketing and b it's competitive um, we've got kyle shirts replying to question five saying it takes time to and testing to dial in the results not every campaign is going to be an overnight success no matter how much research you perform um, Julie Bettini replies to question five saying PPC is advertising and like unlike traditional advertising it takes commitment and time to have any chance at achieving measurable or reliable results running an ad for a month is not trying PPC um, Jim Banks replies to question five saying when we choose not to work with a company they get offended but if their landing page sucks then PPC is not a magic wand it will still suck we'll just both be losing um, and then Michael Fleming replies to question five saying how valuable we are. Um, and then Julie Bicini replies to um, question five uh, again saying, if we're going, if we're doing lead generation PPC for you, we are not responsible for poor sale team 
post sales team performance. That's correct. Um, we've got Steve Hamler replying to question five saying that we have to bring a lot together to make PPC happen. It's creative, analytical design and real marketing. Emma Franks replies to question five saying one personally have very little control over what ads you see or do not see. Oh, uh, sorry. That's I personally have very little control over what ads you see or do not see. And two, part two of that was I can often identify why performance shifted week on week, but sometimes performance is just funky for no PPC related reasons. Three, expansions take more time than just saying let's spend more money. Um, and then we've got Mark's Media replying to question five saying PPC, as other chatters have said, takes time. It's not a simple setup and watch the conversions roll in. Setting up a good campaign is more than just picking keywords and copy. It's also about monitoring performance and optimizing to reach the intended audience. Um, and then we've got um, Emma Franks replying to um, Julie Ricini where she answered question five saying PPC is advertising and like traditional advertising it takes commitment and time um, Emma Franks replies likewise you shouldn't be trying PPC if you aren't willing to put adequate budget adequate budget behind it hundred dollars tests all will rarely get you any worthwhile data that's correct yeah PPC is expensive so especially like for someone like me starting a business I'm not starting to take a think about PPC right now because I don't have just ha I don't have the large amount of budget for that just yet so Haley Dixon replies to question five saying that you need to get the foundations right shiny new features and tons of bells and whistles are all well and good but they aren't going to fix an account if the fundamentals aren't in place We've got John Kagan coming in a little late, um, going with, with um, an answer question. He's answered to question one saying you don't need to bid on brand terms. This shit still plagues me every day by clients. Um, and then we've got um, his answer to question two saying that no one ever clicks on the ads because digital marketing doesn't work. Also from clients and my own mother. <laughs> um, and then um, we've got Emma Franks replying to Mark's Media. Mark's Media's reply to question five where they said PPC, as other chatters have said, takes time. Um, and then Emma Franks goes, this optimization is not just a buzzword. It's an expected part of the process. PPC is all about testing and responding to data signals. Um, and then Julie Puccini goes, I, I want to make sure we get to this question two and to question, and that's to question six, which is, is there anything you wish you understood better about any aspect of PPC? And um, we've got John Kagan still replying to question three, saying every day I need to explain that search does not work in a silo. It is a reactive media, but it helps finish the job for the upper funnel media every, every day. Um, and then um, Emma Frank says, um, my new favorite explanation of what strategy means. And that's when um, that's in reply to Julie Bicini saying, totally agree. I like to say that when we put strat together strategy, it is in reality a highly educated hypothesis about what we think should work. Only after it is launched can we see the validity of our assumptions or not and modify as we go. Um, and then we've got John Kagan, uh, who um, is replying to question four, saying, I don't want to say I have a canned document, but yes, we keep an updated SEM 101 and 102 for the savvy folk that is presented. We also have a narrated version for handoff. It helps us deal with questions later by answering them in advance. Um, and then we've got Michael Fleming replying to question six, saying, I just wish I could keep up with all the platform changes and capabilities. You either specialize in a platform or it's a learn as you go situation in this day and age. 
Um, we've got John Kagan replying to question five saying, PPC out, we can be a banner ad, but no, we are not those old online gambling puppets you hated so much, want to punch me in the face for. Um, and then we've got him, John Kagan again, replying to question six saying, I wish I had a better grasp or understanding on the value of scripts and how putting in the time could actually save me sanity later on. Go on, John Kagan. Yeah, you should look at some of the talks I've done about automation and the talk I'm going to be doing at Search Leads um, tomorrow about automation. We've got Jim Banks then replying to question six saying, I wish I said no more to new advertisers starting out. You give them a voucher for their free traffic and get swamped with questions. Also to spot control freaks, freaks better, you know the type. Um, Emma Franks replies to question six saying, I'm always wishing I knew more about scripting. Just never get around to actually studying it these days. That's very interesting. I, I haven't talked about it, about scripts for quite a few years now. I thought a lot more of us will know more about scripts. So it's really nice and interesting to know that. Um, I can still educate a bit of um, some people a bot more about scripts and using it. And then Julie Puccini replies to question six saying, I wish I had a better sense of all the tools that are available and exactly what they do and do not do and what they cost, which ones are worth it, worth it and which are not generally. Yes, totally agree with that one as well. Then we've got Dog R. Thomas replying to question six saying, traditional marketing, brand development, sales, specifically cross-channel upselling, client relations, sales team optimization, scripting and automation, especially outside of the platform, effective reporting, effective data analysis, especially cross-client. Um, and then Steve Hammer replies to question six saying, I've done some exploration into the branded aspects of PPC. I think, I think it can be used for demand generation too, but it's hard to get the budget to test it and I think it's vital to pay off on viral or conventional um, and then we've got Mark Smeda replying to question six saying having time to dig into the new AdWords UI for one automating reports and using scripts would be another to make life a little easier um, Dogar Thomas replies to question six saying that to me seems like a more than PPC but PPC is just a channel the minute has its place but it's not that is not what makes a variable a viable campaign um and so that's in actually his reply to um his initial reply to question six saying traditional marketing brand development etc um and then we've got um julie Bettini, uh, replying to steve hammer saying there's so much focus on roi for anything digital that doing anything there's awareness building branding or demand generation gets written off as ineffective or not worth it so short-sighted um and then steve hammer continues i actually studied um mcdonald's and their ppc around the dollar value menu they bought mcpick too when they use that branded ad copy on the radio way too big brands do this um and then we've got Rhymes and Eyes replying to question six in traditional media. I just joined a broadcast house and guys, it's and how you say hot mess. Um, if I knew how, knew more about this world 10 years ago, I would have better understood client questions and why I'd expected blocking charts. What even is that or ongoing work? Um, and then we've got a, uh, Julie Bettini saying that, yeah, we are at the end of the hour already. Um, thank you for another great PPC chat. Um, yeah, we've got next week's PPC chat will be hosted by um, Milwaukee PPC, and that's um, Joe Martinez. And um, he will be covering the others 
Quora ads, Waze Local, Apple Search ads, etc. So yeah, join us for that chat. I hope you found um, this one um, very interesting and, you know, realize that some of the frustrations that you have with clients or comms teams or different people are explaining uh, about explaining how, how effective PPC is and how effective you are at your job, you know, you're not, you've not been alone in all these um, explanations. So um, yeah, thanks for joining us today and hope to catch you again in next week's roundup. Bye.